0: With early eyes on the weekend weather forecast across the country and a check of the tropics, which has been kind of quiet the last week or so. This is Weather Insider for Wednesday, August 14th. This is episode 118. But who's counting? Mm -hmm. Well, I am. I'm Dean DeVore welcoming you inside the weather insider studios here in the global headquarters of accuweather.com and welcoming in my good buddy bernie reno hump day wednesday here we go early look at the weekend you know the northeast great lakes new england had an amazing weekend last weekend very steady very stable very low humidity very sunny I had a lot of compliments on that forecast like I had anything to do with it as I walked around. But it's not going to be that way in the Northeast, I think, this weekend. Lots of unsettled stuff here over the next couple of days with showers and thunderstorms burning.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it doesn't look like a washout, but as you mentioned, it was such a beautiful weekend last weekend. Humidity is going to be coming up. We have a couple of weak little disturbances. Almost like clippers, right? Yeah, you know. coming in the flow, the first of which is going to be on Thursday. I think the thunderstorms are mostly west and north of the 95, Mm. but I do think it's more than just a spotty thunderstorm or two on Thursday. I think they're scattered, but it's a large area that could be impacted, or at least I should say will have a threat for a thunderstorm Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. I think, again, it's mostly west of the 95, but like Pittsburgh State College, Rochester, Syracuse, Albany. In that zone, I think you're fair game for one Thursday afternoon.
0: Yeah, and then it looks like late Thursday night uh, into early Friday, there could be some hefty stuff, western Pennsylvania, parts of Ohio, yeah, and northern New England. There could be some real nasty thunderstorms. Uh, In fact, we just uh, were putting in some codes, uh, severe codes, for hail and stuff in western PA and eastern Ohio for uh, late in the day on Thursday into Thursday night. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, and then going into the weekend itself, I think the I-95 corridor cities are going to start and see a, an increase in heat and humidity. Philly and New York probably real feels what? a real feel temperatures 95 or so by Sunday with that humidity building, and certainly and that'll pop up some thunderstorms uh, in those cities here as we go through the weekend.
1: Yeah, and, and again, it kind of looks like your best shot shot for that is going to be in northern spots. Like, if I did your line, New York City, Interstate 80 on North, why don't you get toward Philadelphia and DC? I think you're dry most of the weekend. You're not pleasant. No. It's going to be hot and humid. Yeah, right, right. But, but if
0: you're going to the Jersey Shore, the Delmarva beaches, that going should to the be beaches, right. beaches, right. should look pretty good. What yeah. about farther down as you go to the mid-Atlantic beaches and get towards Florida? Are we still going to be stormy down there? Because we've seen showers and thunderstorms at times, especially along the Gulf Coast and over into Florida as we go through the weekend. You
1: know, what's interesting, there's a front that's going to be pressing. It's the front that's come through the east. That's going to be pressing down across the southeast uh, as we go through Thursday and Friday. So the thunderstorm threat is going to be, let's say, I-10 on south, but you get behind the front. It's not cooler. It's actually hotter (laughs) because the humidity comes down. right? Dew points come down. You don't have much in the way of clouds, and you don't have a thunderstorm threat.
0: Well, let's also explain that, too. More humid air does not heat as rapidly as drier air. So that can happen where you have a dew point depression, a front coming through, but... Same air gets a little hotter in the drier weather.
1: That's why you see that so much in the deserts. Dew points are so low you can have a large diurnal but because the temperature can heat and cool more effectively. Well, when the humidity goes down in the southeast, this time of the year, the temperature goes up. So Atlanta, Birmingham, Montgomery, you'll be around 96, 97 Mm -hmm. degrees by Friday and Saturday. And some of that moves into the Carolinas as well. Uh, you know, the other big stories this weekend, really quick, you, you, we always talk about the monsoon in mm-hmm. the southwest. That is completely um, gone. Gone for the <laughs> most part. I think there's limited thunderstorms uh, this weekend in the Four Corners area. We will be watching, though, thunderstorms. High plains. Boy, some big time hail. Mm. Uh, there was a five inch diameter hail.
0: Amarillo or uh, just west uh, Bethune, of there? Or Bethune, Bethune, Colorado. Or Colorado. And then yesterday. that cell went to near. Amarillo uh, overnight last night. If that is
1: true and if that is real, uh, that would be the largest hail uh, ever recorded in Colorado. So, uh, Reed Timmer, he'll be on those storms uh, Wednesday afternoon on Thursday. So, you want to stay tuned to com
0: for that. A small reduction in heat in Texas, but... (laughs) they're probably not going to celebrate it like we meteorologists are celebrating it a little bit cooler there and then the heat remains out west let's talk about the tropics because they have been sleeping and which is it
1: it happens every year this happens every year there's a lull there's always a lull you always get more storms almost always now not every year but You get more storms between June 1st and July 15th than what you get between July 15th and August 15th. Now, a lot of people would say, well, why? It's the way in which storms form. In the early part of the season, the tropics are closed for business. What do I mean? Tropical waves coming off Africa. Water temperatures are not at their peak. There's usually way too much dry air. There's too much wind shear or strong winds in the upper part of the atmosphere. So the only other way you can get storms is the interaction between the jet stream and the tropics. Well, you can get that in June because the jet stream can, uh, uh, you know, can uh, can get pretty far south. That's how we had Barry. Right. Remember, Barry was a the upper low. low the jet stream came down, down a little piece of yeah. the upper low popped into the Gulf. Spun him up. That's how you get development. But from July fifteenth on, in the August, jet stream goes north. Right. So you can't get that interaction. So you lose that way. And if you've taken a look at any water vapor loops on AccuWeather.com dot com in the Atlantic. All you see is dry air, Saharan dust, Mm. dust from Africa all the way across the Caribbean. The reason that usually happens is high pressure east of or west of Spain produce gusty winds on the eastern side of the high. That takes the dust all the way in the Atlantic. So that shuts down production. That almost always happens between July 15th and August Mm -hmm. 15th. And this year, there's been strong shear in the Caribbean as well. So... What the dust doesn't destroy in the Atlantic when the waves come into the Caribbean, there's nothing left. Next week, though,
0: that changes
1: the dust remains in the central and eastern Atlantic. But the wind shear in the Caribbean dissipates. So all of a sudden, now you're not going to get a tropical wave probably out in the Atlantic that you contract, but the concern is all of a sudden you lose the wind shear and you lose the dry in the Caribbean. Something could bubble up. Something
0: could in this. We kind of call that a homegrown or a homebrew, but that's more when it happens in the Gulf. Yeah.
1: I think what's going to happen you, have this big sprawling upper high across the southern part of the United States, whenever you get that, you look on the southern edges of the upper high, that would be in the southern part of the Caribbean, Mm -hmm. something tries to form there. It's a little disturbance. Monday, Tuesday, next week, it gets drawn northward, and then as it gets drawn northward, conditions become more favorable for development. That would be late week, probably in the Gulf of Mexico. It's a possibility. Certainly it's the first time we can really talk about anything threat that's substantial
0: in the last month. So we're going to keep an eye on the tropics as we go forward in the next week or so. You should also keep an eye on your local AccuWeather.com app for the latest forecast, especially as we get into the weekend. Things are going to get a little unsettled, more so than they were last weekend for parts of the Great Lakes Northeast and New England. Heat continues in Texas and out west. Those are all stories we're following on AccuWeather.com. For my friend Bernie Reno. I'm Dean DeVore. This has been Weather Insider. We'll talk to you on Thursday.